Welcome to the Sugar Coated Dreams podcast. Do you ever catch yourself daydreaming about running your own baking business? Brace yourself for a fun ride as I share inspiring stories of dreamers just like you turned doers. The podcast that takes you on a mouth-watering journey into the world of baking and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Lauren the Cheerful Baker, and let's get started. Beth, I am so excited that you're here. The very first podcast. Yes. So, thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome. So this podcast is all about dreamers turned doers. And you are definitely in that category. Oh, <laughs> thank you. So um, you are Beth and you are the Vanillan. And the first thing that I want to know, because I don't think I've ever asked you this, is how did you get your name? Okay. So Jessica actually came up with the name. Um, and I was like, because we're huge Disney fans and I, I tend to like lean toward the villains just because they're typically like people that have gone astray and they were good people at one time and just need to be brought back to the fold. You know what I mean? Yes. So um, Jessica said the vanillin. And I was like, uh, I don't know that. No. And then, you know how when you an idea births itself and you like, I think I said it a hundred times that day. And I was like the vanillin. Vanilla? Wait a minute. I don't know. But then I got an email. She said, check your email. And she had drawn the logo. And I was like, the vanilla in the back of the evil queen. So I was like, absolutely. So I didn't realize that she drew your logo. That is, that is awesome. Yeah, girl. She did. Now tell everybody who you're talking about. Okay. So Jessica (laughs) is my daughter and she owns Cut It Out Cutters. Awesome. Yes. Okay. So now tell me what inspired you to start your business? Actually, Jessica. I Is know, that right? I, yes. So I've always, art's always been in my life in some shape, form or fashion. It's just kind of been in the background, not the forefront um, because I did own a mortgage company and like, you know, I've always been entrepreneurial, but art was never like upfront. Um, so I owned a mural business on the side. I painted clay pots on the side. I painted wood. I painted on everything canvas. But when I met the cookie, it was like, oh, but Jessica <laughs> really inspired that because she started, because we used to do cookies and we would, when they were raw, we would cut them out. And when they were raw, we would paint them with egg yolk and food coloring and they would be shiny when they came out. And so we started doing that before, ever before the like Royal, cra- Royal icing craze, you know? Yeah. But that's so so, funny because yeah. I've never even heard of that technique. You know, you're in the cookie business and you think, oh, I've heard of everything, right? I've never heard of that. So that's <laughs> fun. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. But yeah, so Jessica's how I got started. So did she have her cookie cutter business? Um, was she a cookie decorator before she started her cookie cutter business? She was. Yes. She was. She and was. so. You saw her and you thought, hey, that might be fun. I'm going to try that too with the royal icing. Yes, we did. We did. I can remember standing in her kitchen and she had just gotten an airbrush machine. And I thought, oh, well, this is swanky. <laughs> and so we just started playing. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I said, it was just, you know, I mean, once you start, it's like a, an addiction for real. Right. Yeah. It's fun. It's relaxing. It a good stress reliever. Relaxing. 
Yeah. So you mentioned, Beth, that you owned a mortgage company. So Mm -hmm. when you had the mortgage company, that's when you started your cookie decorating journey. Is that right? You still Um, own the mortgage company? Yeah. Well, and yes, because we started cookies early on, but it was more toward the end. Yes. And I'd started um, just dabbling a little bit in the cookie world. Yeah. Or in just cookies and didn't really even know that the cookie world existed. Right. At that time, like had no idea that it was like there was a cookie con and just craziness with other cookie people. So when did you start dreaming about having your own business that wasn't mortgage related? Because you you already had done that. (laughs) You were were a proven success story. It was just like, I don't know that I actually dreamed it. Um. I did because I am an official dreamer that the, the good Lord just made me that way. I mean, and I, and you are the same way. Like when you're a dreamer, you just are. And so right. the, the ideas and the dreams there, they just come like the wind, you know what I mean? And you're like, Oh, do, you know, there have been many times that I would chase this one and this one and this one and this one. And, you know, and I, I know, I know. And so it's like, at some point you have to just like kind of rein yourself in. And that's when I'm like, all right, you know, Dear Lord, the ones that are not of you, let them fall unplanted to the ground because I need the ones that you want me to do because those are going to be the good ones, you know? So, um, yeah, so I don't know that I actually dreamed it. It just kind of led that way, you know? It evolved. It evolved. That's exactly what happened to me. It evolved (laughs) from me picking up that first icing bag and thinking this might be kind of fun, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And it just led from there. Now, one thing that I notice in your cookie decorating style, you do a lot of painting on cookies. And did you start doing that because you mentioned that you were a mural painter? So you enjoyed painting. How did that happen? So I, I, so when I was young, I think my grandmother was the first person that kind of like noticed my artistic ability. Um, because she um, enrolled me in a watercolor class by a man named Wyatt Waters, who is now a famous watercolor artist. Wow. He was not at the time, but I mean, he was still, his ability was still there, obviously. But so I took watercolor from him and that's where the love of painting came from. And it just kind of grew over the years. And then when I realized that I could do that on a cookie, I was like, I also love, Beth, how you do a lot of not just flat cookies. You'll build up the icing and you'll paint on top of it. And yeah. I think that's that's incredible. Thank you. Um, what else was I going to ask you? There's so many things that I want to ask you. <laughs> well, ask me, girl. Here you got me. <laughs> so um, one thing also, Beth, that I love about you and that I have noticed in watching you on social media is that you are a giver. You know, you can, you can tell that you have such an incredible heart for people. Thank you. And and are a helper and and you can tell by watching you and talking with you that you have such a a Jesus-filled, love-filled heart that you want to spread to others. So, one thing I was thinking about is can you think of a story of how your business 
has positively impacted someone's life? Um, well, I would like to think that that it has in um because I I want to show kindness in Jesus in everything that I do, you know, because that's that's really um my abilities, my gift is from God. And then what I do with that gift is my gift back. So I think like giving back to my community, um, my time, I serve as a board member on the Central Mississippi Down Syndrome Society. And I work a lot with the Salvation Army. But every chance that I get, like I had the, my last in-person class, I had, there was a um, a little girl who's got brain a brain tumor. And I just made, I wanted her to feel special. So I made, got her, her mother, her grandmother, made them a VIP table, you know, that oh. kind of thing. Just, just, that's that's going to make me cry. That That's when so, I, cry. <laughs> I mean, that, but that's what I mean. Well, thank you. Not everybody would think to do that. That is really special. And I'm sure that you made a huge impact on the oh, life of the little so. girl and her mother and her grandmother. That's incredible. Thank you. And and this ties right in because when I asked you that question, I was thinking about how um, you won the Christmas cookie challenge and um, you donated some of your winnings to the Down Syndrome Association. Is that right? Yeah, yes. Which is really mm-hmm. wonderful. So let's talk about the Christmas cookie challenge. <laughs> As you know. Yes, when when Beth and I really got to know each other, we we had met. We were trying. We were talking this morning. When did we meet for the first time? And right. and we were introduced by a mutual friend named Fresia. But then when <laughs> hey Fresia, <laughs> then when we um after we were both on the Christmas cookie challenge, and we could tell, we could tell people. Then we talked, and it was so fun to be able to to talk to someone who else who had had a similar experience. This is an experience that, that connects us for life because it was the worst, best thing I've ever done. It's <laughs> <laughs> the truth. And so tell us a little bit about how that experience um, came to be. How did they contact you? What did you feel about it? Um, just anything you want to share. Cause that's a story that I think people love to hear, right? When you're on TV. No. Girl. <laughs> so first of all, you know, in the cookie world, I mean, everybody wants to go on the Christmas cookie challenge. I mean, well, I say everybody. I did. I did. And so I made, you know, you hear about a lot of people being contacted via Instagram or social media or whatever. Not me. I had I, I didn't even know that they did that. I submitted a video. And Lauren, when I tell you this was the worst, <laughs> easiest video you have ever in your life. So I, my husband, who is a fireman, I dressed him up as Santa. And I told him to stand in front of the fireplace. And when I hit the staircase, I wanted you to pretend like you fell out of it. <laughs> and Now, this is in the middle of April, mind you, because I remember I had Easter cookies on the counter. And he fell out and he came and he was saying, and he was coming to let me know, me being his head elf, that he had submitted an application to the Christmas Cookie Challenge on my behalf. And that if they did not pick me, he was going to put them on the naughty list and all that. I mean, it was bad, Lauren. It was <laughs> bad. And so I dare not show that to anyone, but I wanted somebody to see it. So I FaceTimed Jessica, my daughter, and I was like, I need you to watch this. And she was like, she watched and she was like, uh, 
bath. <laughs> I said, yeah. Because one of two things are going to happen. They're either going to love it or you're going to be banned ever making them. <laughs> so two years went by and I thought, well, I guess I got banned. <laughs> and one, night, one night they called at like seven o'clock and they were like, we, would, we found this video. I don't know how this got to how we missed this, but um, we we want to know if you want to start, you know, the interview process. I'm like, absolutely. And then, you know, four or five interviews later and like hundreds of like, oh my gosh, I want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, so one, day, one, day, one day I would wake up and I'd think, this is going to be fantastic. And then the next morning I'd wake up and I'd think, what am I doing? I can't do this. <laughs> and it kept flip-flopping from day to day. Yes. And then we were at Cookie Con in Reno when I got the phone call. I was walking into the bathroom stall at Cookie Con in Reno. And that, that's when I got the call that, you know, hey, you've been selected. And I just started screaming in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> And you, I mean, they're just a hot mess. And then we, you know, we shot in um, Knoxville, Tennessee, same place mm-hmm. you went to. Right. Um, and it was just, it was like crazy. I mean, it was absolutely nuts. I so what's your favorite, your, what's your very favorite memory from, from that experience? <sighs> My favorite memory. One. I know it's hard to pick a favorite. Obviously when he said the winner is Beth. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That that's a pretty good memory. But I do have one that that I love is when I because it's the middle of March and we walk onto the set and it is full blown Christmas. As you know, every hair on the back of my neck stood straight up, and I was just like, "Did you go? That's what I did. I went. I know. It's it was just like." Yes, I was so overwhelmed. And I usually don't get that way, but I was like, (gasps) (laughs) and I remember seeing the five stations and I remember seeing all those cameramen in the middle, you know, and then we had each cameraman was at our station or whatever. And I remember I walked up to my station when they, you know, tell you where you're going to be or whatever. Uh And I remember the, I, I didn't know, you know. I don't know if I, cause I just talk, I just can't help it. So I walk up and I look at that guy and I was like, Hey man, <laughs> what's your name? And he was like, uh, Mike. Cause I don't think people talk to them, but I just needed to know. And he goes, uh, Mike. And I was like, Hey Mike, tell me this is not your first week. Cause I have a third chin. And if I see it on, on national TV, I'm going to come haunt you. And he was like, no, no, I got you. I was just like, I mean, craziness from the moment you stepped in till the moment you left. Like, you just really didn't know if you were going to like, I mean, at this point, you're like, okay, we're here now. We have, we don't, there are no other options. You just better try, you right. know, because you what know, have you, I gotten myself into? You seemed really happy when you were on the show. Like you didn't <laughs> see, you, you didn't seem stressed out. You just seemed like you were just having fun. <laughs> Well, there, I had so many things going. I didn't know if I had lost the rope or found the horse. I mean, there were, I mean, when Eddie said, your time starts now, I literally just took off running to the other side. And here comes Mike. And I turned around. I'm like, Mike, we got to go back. I don't know why I'm here. I, have, I don't know what I'm doing. And he, I'm just like, oh, God, this is going to be fun. <laughs> Like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> now is was there anything that happened on the show that um like makes for a really good story 
that that you wish had not happened. Like for me, just to give you an example, I fell. I mean, I tripped and I, I, I like went flying across the floor. Not just a little bit. Like I cracked my kneecap. It was oh crazy. But I remembered. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm on the Food Network. I, you, get up, Lauren. Get up. <laughs> the cameraman turned around to me and he he put his hand out and he said, um, do you need help? Like, just give me a second. Just give me a second. Cause I was trying so hard not to cry. So, you know, that makes for a really good story. Cause if someone's going to trip, it's going to be me. Well, so I do have that. Thank God this did not make it on TV because I knew this was the first thing. And thank you that like the food network does portray you in a good, like they don't want right. to make you look crazy. You know what I mean? Right. But I gave them a lot to work with. Like they had every opportunity to make me look like a full plate. <laughs> they did not. So I'm I'm like, I've got cookies in the chill blaster, cookies in the oven. I've got dough. I'm trying to make icing. Like there's 8,000 things going on and I'm on a timer, you know, and I'm in a kitchen I've never baked in before in my life. So I'm kind of freaking out. And you know, the Joseph and Joseph doesn't have the old school handle. So I'm just da 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 And the, my rolling pin shoots off into the middle of the... <laughs> Off my station, and those stupid speed bumps in between that keep us from going out there. I run to go get it, hit that thing. Now, all of a sudden, I'm doing the helicopter down the middle of the. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is absolutely what's going to be on TV. Yeah, but they didn't show it. That's what I did. Yeah, the helicopter. Well, I did more the Superman because I kind of (laughs) flew across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when they announced your name, Beth. <clears throat> do you remember the first thought that went through your mind? I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I went up there to get the ball, you know, that they had had hanging and Ree said to me, um, Oh, it looks like the Mississippi state cheese ball because Mississippi state has, they sell cheese in a ball just like that. And Is we that right? about it. And she had said, if you win, I'm going to send you something. And I'm, so I still got to hold her to that. I got to call <laughs> her out. I hadn't called her out yet, <laughs> but yeah. So she asked me immediately, like, what do you want to, do you have anything you want to say, Beth? And I was like, Oh, I'd like to thank the Academy. Like, I, didn't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what, why, where these things come from or why I say them. I think it's just because I was just so, you know, I was nervous and crazy and just couldn't yes. believe it. Totally shocked. Yes. You know, you want to hear another funny story yeah. about nervous yeah. and crazy? So when they announced that I made it to the second round, <clears throat> you know, because I think people listening need to know, like, we're just normal. Right, Beth? You and I, we're, we're nothing special. We are maybe not normal, Lauren. That's true, not normal. (laughs) But I mean, we're just we're creative, fun people who love decorating cookies, right? And got this incredible opportunity. And so, um, my point in saying that is, if if this is something that you're listening, you're like, man, I think I could never do that. Just go for it. Just go for it. But um, you know, I'm obviously a very happy person. And when they announced that I made it to the second round. I mean, it just bubbled up inside of me. I said, yes. Like, <laughs> well, Ree, who's super sweet, got a little bit upset with me because she thought that I was not being very kind to the people who did not make it to the second round. And I felt awful 
It is, of course, I would never want to portray that. It, I just couldn't help it. And I said, I said, I'll love on them later. I promise. But for to, but for now, I'm just really, really excited. And then she's like, okay, maybe. But about the end of the thing, I think she realized I was, you know, an okay, nice person. It was so. not malicious intent at all. No, no. But but I thought that that was kind of funny because you're so being yeah. on that set dealing with feelings that are all over the board because you are. I mean, literally just a hot mess. I was. I know. So how do you think winning the Christmas cookie challenge has changed your cookie business? It has very much changed my my cookie business. Um, I am in a small town in Mississippi. And so the support and exposure that I received, I was I, I was on every TV show, magazines, newspapers. They were so receptive and kind um, when I got home that, um, girl, I, I've been asked to judge beauty pageants. Like, now what do I know about judging beauty pageant? Give that, that baby a cookie. Like, what am I supposed to give her a cookie? Like, what I I don't have any qualification anyway. So, You're well, <laughs> well, in my little town and in my own mind, absolutely a legend. <laughs> so, it's it's done that. It's given me the opportunity to be able to take my journey and my story, and because I mean, it's fun, but it's been a lot of hard work. There's been a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that have gotten me from where I began to where I am now. And right. so to be able to go tell my story about being a dreamer and a doer and going, you know, forward with the doors that have been open for me, I've been able to speak at different um those opportunities have been uh, such a blessing. Being able to speak at like career women events, luncheons, you know, that kind of thing. And and I truly love that because I feel like if it's it's something I can give back. You know what I mean? Just yes. to let them know that it's it's okay to not be okay some days. And it's okay to fail because when you do, that's when you grow. And if it doesn't scare you to death, you're not growing, you know? Yes, put yourself out there. Like when I think, you know, because I've tried lots of different things in my life. <clears throat> and I think I have the it's possible gene. I think anything's possible if you try. That's right. And so one thing that I want to circle back around about, because I, I never asked you, is did you originally start with selling cookies? Did you start making cookies and then you started to sell them? Or did you start teaching? Because you teach classes, I know, as well, right? Yeah. No, I started making them and selling them. My first... The first cookies I sold were for $35 a dozen and I was tickled pink that somebody bought them because they really weren't all that good either. Me too. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I, this is, this is fun. I can do this. Um, and it, from that point on, like the amount of time, because I am an empty nester, like my kids are grown. I have grandchildren. Like I have the time to dedicate to this craft that I enjoy. And so countless hours and hours affecting my craft and learning different things and practice and practice and practice. Cause God knows those first cookies were horrible. Right. And I thought they were the most beautiful things in the world. <laughs> 
Like, <laughs> like I was looking at them and because I think I'd done like a wet on wet technique that I didn't even know that's what it was. And the, you know, I put way more than needed. So they began to run and they were no longer circles. And I was just, oh, these are most beautiful thing. <laughs> and somebody bought them. I couldn't even believe it. <laughs> Did you take um, many cookie decorating classes? No. Is that right? Wow. See, I took everyone that I could get my hands on. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, girl. You're all yeah. self-taught. Well, I mean, you look at, I mean, I've watched videos, but I have not, I've taken um, two years into my cookie, whatever I found um, inspired to taste Liz. And I took one of her classes two years after I've been doing it. And then the only other, I've taken two classes. I took her class and then I took um, Maya's squirrel class. Okay, because that's um, the cutest thing. Yeah, um, because she's the queen of sculpting that royal icing, you know. And yes. so, um, yeah, but other than that, it's just, I mean, hours and hours of just practice. Just right. Just <laughs> practice. So what advice, or do you have any advice that you would give to someone who's listening to us or watching us right now and thinking, gosh, I really love to decorate cookies. And I, I think I might want to do a business, but I just don't even know. I don't even know what to do to get started. Um, my advice is, um, because I think, I think people, um, may have, the entrepreneurial spirit or want to make cookies and want it to be your business. But you also have to have the business side as well, because you have to be able to get up every day and get dressed and answer emails and work. It's not just, I mean, yeah, there are days you want to stay in your pajamas all day and there are days that you can, but you have to have the business and the creative to make it work or either you're, it's just going to get flip flopped. And I've seen it happen a, a lot. Um, but you just do it. Just try, you know, just that's what I think. Just try. <clears throat> and, and you said something that I think is so important. You do something every day. <clears throat> um, I'm a big proponent of and It's so funny for me to say this because I'm the most unorganized person. I mean, I have definitely have an artist's brain. But when I have a goal that I want to achieve, I put the goal out there and then I figure out what I need to do to reach the goal. And I break it up into steps and I do something little every day. Yeah. Because, you know, what is that thing you, you bite off a chunk of elephant one bite at it, or how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? I think it's the same to be true, you know, with, with a, with a baking business, make a goal and just take little steps until you get there. Right. And it, you know, most artists that, that creative brain that we have, it's, we can be all over the place and hyper-focused when we like we see something that we know we want or need and we just hyper-focus on it and we go and just everything goes and then it's that until yes. that works or doesn't. And then it's we turn and we do it again. Yeah. Yes, that's right. And that's, yes. that's exactly, you know, just how my person it's crazy. But. Me too, Beth. And I think being able to pivot <clears throat> is a definite key to an entrepreneur because mm-hmm. you might start something and think, you know, this, this maybe isn't the best, best path, but you can do something different. You know, when I started, I had this great idea 
well, I started making cookies and selling cookies just to my friends and family. And then yeah. I thought, oh, I'll, you know, maybe I'll turn this into a business. <clears throat> my story's for another episode. We're talking about you today. But my point in saying that is my goal in the beginning was to do pre-sales and do holiday sales. I tried and tried and never had success in that. I mean, I advertised the heck out of it. I would do things in people's businesses. It never worked for me. I never got any orders. Yeah. But boy, did people come to me for the custom cookies. And so I built my business on creating custom cookies and then doing classes, which is not at all what I had intended. Um, so I think uh, the key one trait to an entrepreneur is being able to change. You, do. <laughs> right. you have to be able to pivot because if what works for you may not work for me, what works for me is probably not going to work for somebody else. You've got to just be able to find, find your niche and yes. go with it. Yeah. And have dreams of being on the food network if you want to. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and that's an opportunity that, I mean, like you said, there were so many times where you're like, I don't know if I can do this. Like this is, we don't know, but you just, I mean, it's a, it's an opportunity that you just, because to be on there, you've won anyway. I mean, right. it's, it's just do it. So if you're thinking about it or you're on the fence, go fill out that application and just do it. Yeah. Yes. And if you want to have a business, it's one of the best things that you can do for your business you know, for getting known and, and, um, and it's a, it, your kids think you're cool. You know, my kids really think I'm cool. So <laughs> mine, don't. mine do not. <laughs> mine are younger than yours. So maybe that has to do with it. My grandchildren so, think I'm cool. Oh, there you go. Now you have one little granddaughter, right? Aurora. Um, Aurora is, is, yes. And she will be at Cookie Con in Orlando and I cannot wait. Oh, um, good. Yes. And then Aiden is one. So little boy. Aww. Yes. So they are the sweetest things. On planet I'm Earth. counting down those days. I still have a while to go because my kids aren't quite there yet, but it'll be fun. It okay. Be. So I have a speed trip, a speed trip, a speed round for you, Beth. <laughs> yeah, that's another show, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's do our speed round. You okay. ready? No. What is your What is your favorite bakery treat? A Rice Krispie. No kidding. Um, do you have a favorite cookbook? Oh, I love me some Magnolia Table, Joanna Gaines. I do you know that she's going to have a baking competition, the Silo Baking Competition? Girl, it's in its like third season. <laughs> And do you know one of our cookiers is on it this season? Are you kidding? Yes, it's um Julia. Julia's on it. Yeah. That's incredible. I didn't know that. I don't watch much TV, but I was watching it yesterday. I'm like, oh my gosh, that looks like so much fun. Okay. Um, who who is your teenage crush? Oh, I'm so old, I can't remember his name. Scott Bayo. Scott Bayo. Scott Bayo, he was a cutie. We must be pretty close to the same age. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so what is your dream vacation? Um, Turks and Caicos. Oh, me too. I have a sorority sister that lives there, and she posts pictures all the time, and I'm like, I think I'm going to come visit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my last question is, if you could bake cookies for anybody, famous, 
non-famous, who would you choose? My grandmother. Is she still living? And she was, she, that's right. You said that she, did you say that she taught you to bake? Well, I mean, we baked, but not, she didn't teach me how, but yeah, I mean, okay. you know, I just, she would be to see the whole artistic thing come full circle. Yes. That's neat. That's a great answer. So lastly, Beth, tell us where to find you and I'll post in the show notes, but um, you can go right. ahead and say it right now. Well, in on all my, on all social media, I'm the vanillin. So at the vanillin on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, all the good, the TikTok. It's so hard keeping up with all that, man. It is. <laughs> where do you like to play the best? Like people always say, you know, be where you like to play. Do you like TikTok or Instagram, Facebook? Well, I feel like I have, my, my audiences are so different. I feel like Instagram is like my home, my support group, my, my peeps. But then like Facebook are like my customers, my, you know, like my bit, my business Facebook, but then my personal Facebook is like, ain't grandma's cousins, uncle Ted's going to tell you about what they <laughs> did last weekend and what they had to eat at the barbecue. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so, yes. And then TikTok, it's just a hot mess. Like do you, if you want to laugh or get mad, you go there to see what people are saying about how horrible your cookies are, how great they are. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yes, that's true. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on with me, Beth. And I could talk to you for a lot longer, but I'm going to try to keep this about 30 minutes. So um, thanks for having the time. <laughs> thank you for thank you for joining. All right, girl. See you later. Bye.